Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and today I have a friend of mine on as the guest. She is Petrina Fava, and I'll introduce her in a little bit. So, uh, for those of you, if you're listening for the first time to this magical, amazing radio program, uh, we do talk about sex on here. And if that's an issue for you, and if you don't like hearing some swear words, then you might have come to the wrong show. So I often don't use the common medical terms for body parts, just so you're aware. And sometimes they'll randomly come up, being that this is the pleasure zone. So Tonight, we're going to be talking about a topic that I've only had on the show once before, and I didn't fully cover all of these areas. So um, I did have the pleasure of birthing show back in October of 2014, um, and haven't really spoken about kids, you know, the forever STD much since then. Um, so tonight, we're actually going to be talking about conception, pregnancy, uh, we're going to be talking about kids, like having them, and, you know, how sometimes they are like... Uh, I won't use uh, the full word just for now to shock everybody in the first minute, but, you know, they're the C word blockers. It it rhymes. Blockers, right? So for any of you who are, uh, you know, parents and you've been like kind of going, well, what happened to my love life, my sex life, and how did it all drain up? We were trying so hard to like get this going and get this back. And, you know, this show might contribute to you and also, there may be some parenting tools we come up with. It's one of those fun shows. It's like I came up with a topic kind of with Petrina, who's all, who is a nurse. Um, so she has a background medically. She works a lot with so many different um, – so she's actually got a lot of magic, magical train with her. So some of the things that she does is that she – does actually she teaches nursing as well as being a nurse she also is a certified infant massage teacher and a certified kids yoga teacher and a certified facilitator of the groove dance also she's a certified access bars and body facilitator and a right body for you intro facilitator and shall i go on she's also the founder of something called naturally happy body which is body products and I've had them my daughter adores her soaps like uses them all in five baths because she just can't get enough of them they smell so good and sometimes you want to eat them and can't eat them but you could eat them you wouldn't get sick it's just why'd you eat them when you could smell so yummy and Petrina's also a mom of three so she's got a little bit of experience under her belt when it comes to energy kids Um, and you know like working with all of the stuff that, you know, sometimes your body just kind of goes, Ugh, like, do I really want to have sex anymore? I just had a baby or do I really want to have sex? It's going to make me have a baby. Like so many points of view that once you've had kids and I come up in your universe or things that when you haven't had kids, you're like trying to avoid having. So then you avoid uh, copulation altogether. 
So, Petrina, um, we'll be using some tools of access on the show. So, for any of you who have never heard that, we are going to be talking crazy talk tonight. Uh, if you don't know what any of the stuff we're saying is, and we say stuff like right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds, feel free to go to theclearingstatement.com and check out what that is, basically bypassing your logical mind. So, Petrina's been in access for almost six years, and she's actually introduced to it by her brother, and so now she's using the tools of access in all areas of her life, including her nursing. So conscious nursing, like how freaking amazing is that? How many more people in the medical field could we have that could be conscious? And asking questions instead of telling us what's wrong with us or assuming or looking at um the one, two, threes of, well, these symptoms equal this. Like, what if we could have more consciousness, more conscious people in the medical field? Oh, that'd be great. And conscious parents. So welcome, Petrina, conscious mom. Wow. Playing <laughs> with consciousness. Thank you for showing up on my show. Thank you for having me. Uh, Petrina and I just got to spend the weekend together. It was so romantic. Mm-hmm. We were running bars. Yeah. It was great. It was great. I love I love lying on tables with you running parts. It's awesome. Me too. Touching bum. Touching bum. Like that's part of you know my yeah. That's part of what I add and bring to the world is some bum touching. How's yeah. it get better than that? Coming soon to a class near you. Conscious bum touching. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight. So as when I was playing with the topic, Petrina, I just kind of like started, kind of going into like, hey, what is it about parenting and sex that we can talk about parenting and sexualness like some of the stuff was that I was like like have you shut off your pleasure zone and blamed it on the kids so Mm -hmm. like how many parents have you talked to who go yeah we just don't do it that anymore because you know they just don't have time the kids or you know the kids have so many things to do that you know or or that the kids are always there you know to try and sleep in your bed or something so um, have you heard these points of view? I know I have. Oh, God, yeah. Actually, it's really cool because I was actually just talking about this exact thing with my husband maybe like a week ago. My brother um, just had a baby a couple months ago, and he was telling me that he um, moved out of their bedroom and is like sleeping in the has been sleeping in the guest bedroom. And like I hear that from parents a lot. And I was just mentioning to my husband actually how... I really like that we didn't do that, that um, he was, he stayed in the bedroom. We always slept together, even though we had our babies um, in a cradle, like in the bedroom with us for the first few months. Um, and I think, and we were saying really how much that contributed to us, you know, still kind of being in touch physically, even if we weren't actually having sex, um, how much of a contribution that was to us to just at least be sleeping in the same bed. And, yeah, and so having, having that, yeah, and that, that connection to our body's touch, yeah, 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 and even if it was just cuddling and like, um, I'm so happy that we actually didn't do that uh, because it can cause so much separation, um, and it's easy, right? It's really, really easy when you have an infant to focus all of your attention on that little baby who is, you know, so demanding of you, of of having all of you. It's really easy to be like, look, I can't sleep. I'm just going to go sleep in there, okay? You know, nothing personal, but I'm, I'm just going to go sleep in the other room so I can get some sleep. And then, you know, as a woman, do you go, well, thanks. That's, thanks a lot, asshole. 
I'm up every two hours with this baby and you get to sleep. Like, yeah, that's nice. Okay, I get that you have to go to work. And so even if it's not verbal, like even if it's not expressed verbally, really how much is are you as a woman kind of secretly pissed off at him because he's getting sleep while you're up every two hours breastfeeding? Yeah. You know? so and for the moms who like are, or for the bottle feeders who are sending the husbands to get up at night, right. is that, yeah, it's where things are not being 50-50 or one person's taking the, all the burdens on, where there becomes yeah, sometimes a separation. Yeah, and it's, it, sometimes it works. Like, it's not that it's wrong. And if it works for you, it's great. It's just that I can really see how it would be easy to even agree to that. But like, of course, honey, um, sure, like, I get that you're working, no problem. And then still have, it still can create this energy of separation. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I see where it was really, I'm so glad that we didn't do that. I can see how it was a really a great contribution to be able to crawl into bed with him and just kind of cuddle and have him hold me. Um, even if I wasn't feeling particularly sexy right after I w- had just given birth. So um, at least having him beside me and holding me kind of like, hey, I I love your body. You know what I mean? It was a huge contribution. I love that. So for me, I had a very different experience. Um, and, and like, so for all of you who are actually choosing to be, um, you know, to choosing a relationship where the person is contributing to your life and they're actually willing to, um, you know, to nurture you after and during pregnancy, I had a very different experience. And mine was like, when I was pregnant, I basically had sex, and the person I had sex with, I'd been dating for a while. Um, We lived together temporarily. But anyway, so I got pregnant, and then for my entire pregnancy, he refused to even touch me. I Mm -hmm. might get a hug. And he'd already had two kids previously, right? So my experience with pregnancy was actually all about rejection. So then after I had my daughter, it actually perpetuated, and the rejection perpetuated. Um, so everything I did was not even allow him into the bedroom. After that, I was so resentful. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I know that we're kind of like, we're kind of like having like these two, you and I have these two like kind of very uh, polarized experiences mm-hmm. with that. So for anybody who did the whole rejection thing, now I get that everything that that created is actually a contribution to my life right now. Um, well, as having that person in my life right now just wouldn't work for me and doesn't work for me. So everything that created and choosing um, to be a parent and have you know the par- and the child and then you're choosing them back is like life changing. Regardless of what people say, you know, I hear a lot of people say it won't change anything. We'll still be us and. It changes everything. It's right. Don't you hear that delusional talk all the time? Yes, I'm pretty it's sure like I you, said that. I'm pretty sure I said that myself. Yeah, I think I did too. Even in my like, you know, classes, I was like, no, 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 it's cool. I already know he does nothing. I'll be fine. And then when it, I was like, wow, I really didn't get how little he did. So, yeah, yeah how much of that? And then it's like so. All that rejection and separation for me actually started to sh- I started to shut off my sexualness in a huge way. I really was trying so hard to not even have um my dog's dad even consider me remotely attractive mm-hmm. so probably wow. it wasn't until she was five that it even let him touch me, and then when she was like six, I got rid of him. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so it was like a lot of time of like rejection and separation yeah. and my body was like going I'd really like to be touched I'm with this person but I really yeah. don't want this person to so there was all this stress so would you, you know be willing to nurture yourself yeah go ahead yeah no sorry you know what I think is really interesting about the whole separation thing is that um for year like probably thousands and thousands of years there I think there's how much separation has there been between being a mom and being a sexual woman right um like well, you're a mom now, so now you can't be sexy. You know, you're a mom. You have to be mom. Um, so yeah, and then you get your mom genes and your mom body and right. all your mom responsibility. Exactly. Yeah, so there's... How unsexy is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's been this huge disconnect between, you know, you have to give up one in order to be the other, which, you know, and is that true? And how many lifetimes have we bought into that crap? Too many. Let's destroy and uncreate all that Let's crap. Time to go to oh. Right, on good bad. Pop pot all night, shorts, boys and beyonds. How about yeah. if we, like, what if we all chose to be MILFs, like, all over the place? Right. Exactly. Right? Um, I remember with my first daughter, I, I was, I ha- had, um, like, my husband, somebody, some relative over, and I was wearing, like, you know, a really cute little mini skirt with, like, a cute little top, and, and I remember she said to me, wow, look at you, you're, you're a mom and you look all sexy. And she said it with this like pretend friendliness, but it was such a slap. And I remember going like, oh, wow, I shouldn't dress like this. Like, and it was just, it, it was just funny. Cause I was like, and then I looked, I remember looking at myself in a picture being like, what? I'm just wearing a short skirt and a top. Like I was so not willing to put on the mommy jeans. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's but, awesome. Yeah, there's this very, huge pervasive like moms don't dress like that right like you shouldn't show cleavage and you shouldn't wear short skirts because you're a mom now just how much separation now is that creating yeah in your body in your life with everyone and like yeah refusing you Mm -hmm. so what if we start to choose us and the commitment to our own lives and our own bodies and our own businesses and money flows and how much more does that contribute to everybody in your life? You know, you putting on the oxygen mask to live so that you can then put the oxygen mask on everybody else so they can live. The more that you receive, the more you can actually contribute to them. Yeah, except we're, we're actually like, going to go break in 10 seconds. Wow. When we come back, we're here. When we come back, we'll talk more. I know, time is. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk more about being a MILF and how to get better than that. <laughs> Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. 
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and my guest today is Petrina Fava, and we're talking totally different parenting, and we're talking about all things to do with pregnancy and all kinds of stuff to do with how to be a totally different parent and kind of get over your points of view, or choose or not choose, to uh, perceive things differently when it comes to being a parent and sex and all those like we're trying to like look at all the topics that kind of relate to sex and children you know sex creating children and all the stuff that comes after that so for those of you who missed the the intro um actually Petrina is a nurse and she also has a lot of tools from access consciousness that she uses as a bars facilitator body process facilitator and she does sessions in bars she does bars classes she facilitates also sessions for body different body processes and one of the ones that she can facilitate is an abuse hold which is a pretty amazing process to have if you've 
um, gone through any kind of abuse, including self-abuse, um, and also symphony sessions. And some of you have heard me talk about symphony sessions on here before. Um, Petrina also does those, and she also is a Right Body for You intro facilitator, and she's done classes on stuff like boudoir photos, Right Body for You boudoir photos, and also Right Body for You groove dancing. So if you're in the Toronto area, or if you're ever in an area where Petrina happens to go for a class, uh, you'll find that she's posting uh, stuff like that. So if you'd like to know about that, follow her on Facebook. If you check her out, um, it's Petrina Fava. P-E-T-R-I-N-A-F-A-V-A, Choosing Happy. And you can also go to her website, PetrinaFab.com. So that's P-E-T-R-I-N-A-F-A-V-A.com. And you can find all kinds of stuff that she's doing on there. Um, she's also doing a teleclass. Uh, is it a teleclass, Petrina? It's a telecall. Uh, yeah. yeah. Can you tell them about that? Yeah. Um, it's a teleclass. Fertility, pregnancy, and birth, and it's um, a call that I am doing about my well, I mean about my experience with my um, the the birth of my son, like the conception actually, and birth of my because right exactly at the time that I was introduced to access consciousness was right around the time when I um, just after I had had a miscarriage that really threw me for a loop because I had had two really fantastic pregnancies with my daughters. Um, and um, and I, yeah, like I, I was able to use the tools to get pregnant easily after, um, after kind of being introduced to them and really looking at what I was projecting at my body because I was pissed off at my body, like pissed. Yeah. I know a lot of women go into judgment over that, like, what's yes, wrong with you, say, or what's, what's wrong with his sperm? Like, oh, the judgments go flying over stuff like that. Well, yeah. I mean, I was just pissed at the miscarriage. Like, I was like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Have miscarriages? Hello, like, <laughs> so I was mad. Um, and um, yeah, it was right around the time that my brother learned about access when he had just moved to Korea, and he asked me like one question. And it, like, totally flipped my world upside down. Um, and then I was pregnant the next month. And then I was mm -hmm. able to use some of the tools during pregnancy and during the birth. And it was really early on in my exposure to access. I really um, only had a couple of tools at my disposal, but they really created so much ease during the birth. Um, and, you know, being a nurse, I think some of what was going on for me was that I, I knew a little bit and so I was getting up a lot in my head during births and letting kind of fear take over. So it was really cool to use the tools to kind of get past that um, and have the, the birth itself was very similar to my other two births, like long and you know, I had an epidural, like there was pain. Um, but the mm -hmm. anxiety around it, like there was a lot more, I, I was just space of more ease. So that's kind of what the telecall is about. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. ease of pregnancy doesn't always mean that you're going to have the orgasmic birth. It's like ease of choosing what you're choosing. And oh, ease God, of, yeah. Like there's so much judgment around pregnancy. And for me, there was so much judgment around me as a woman, um, like embodiment of my body as a woman being pregnant. There was so – I was getting 
everybody was telling me how wrong I was about everything I was choosing, um, including the thought, like there was so, it was like, wow, could there be more judgment? Um, and you know, there is, I noticed that on every mother out there. It wasn't like I was some kind of, I wasn't like the sponge of all of it because it seems that that is pervasive, that there's a lot yeah. of judgment on mothers, single mothers, um, older mothers, like all of that. It's like there's so many, like if you're not 25 married to a doctor and your pregnancy is perfect and you're eating all the four food groups exactly right and they're all organic, how many people are going to judge the crowd of you? Right. Yeah, it, you're right. I think that's true. I think there's so much significance around um, being a woman, pregnancy, birth, what you choose, whether you have an epidural or you don't have an epidural, whether you breastfeed or you formula feed, whether you get pregnant at 18 and keep your baby or give it up for adoption. Like, I mean, really, if you really look at it, the, there's so much significance around pregnancy, mothering, birth, parenting, um, and the choices that you make. Like, it's a huge right or wrong universe, right? This is the right way to parent. This is the wrong way to parent. It's enormously heavy and significant if you really allow it to be. It can be. And there's not and so, a lot of space for um, allowing people to choose whatever they choose. And I, for one, would really like to change that, actually. Um, me too. So, yeah. But, like, when we, when we look at it, like, what is it that... So, people... Like, you know, pretty much all of us know if you put the body parts together, there is a possibility that there's going to be pregnancy. There's that chance, you know, even when people have had vasectomies and they've had and, and you've had your tubes tied like there. I still know people who get pregnant with those precautions, you know. So what if, you know, there's there's so much judgment of the future, like, oh, this could happen and that would be the worst thing ever. And how much does that take away from the pleasure of actually like being really present with the person that you're with in the moment, um, not mm -hmm. having your mind wander off to go, oh my god, I could get pregnant, unless mm -hmm. you've like hit menopause, and then you know there's judgments about other things, right? So, <laughs> how much do we judge that? Like premenopausal woman, m women who have not hit menopause yet and are, you know, in their prime of yeah. possibly getting I've, pregnant. I've, like, and actually, you know, if I could speak a little bit about that, I actually yeah. have had. I mean, I'm 41, and I have um, been menopausal for a couple of years already, and it was really cool how it showed up. I went to my very first Access Consciousness three-day body class with Glenna Rice that you were in, Melissa. How long That's ago right, that? yeah. That I was know, like, it was the first time, and I don't know if I held ago. your bum there. Four years ago. Yeah. yeah. And um, at the time, like after my son was born, my periods never really came back regularly, and I had like very regular periods. And so I, I had a lot of um, somebody else's fear in my head. <laughs> and so I asked um, Glenna Rice about it, and she um, asked me some questions that gave me so much ease. Cause she was like, hey, um, what is your? do you want to have more kids? And I was like, no, actually, I'm good. Like, three kids is awesome. I'm good. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. she asked me, like, so does your body know that, and is your body helping you out? Like, is that what you've been asking for? And yeah. so I really... I mean, it was an enormous gift, honestly, because I really was able to judge the significance around going to menopause at the age of, like, 37, 38. And I really had so much ease. Like, it really just kind of, just my body was like, okay, shut it off the factory, see you later. And all this, I just yesterday was reading about, like, um, how your stripe drops off and how 
um, you know, your vagina dries up and how sex is painful. And I can tell you that actually sex has become more enjoyable for me in the last several years. So it's really just an interesting point of view. And I think that's part of what happens. Like, how much are we buying into all the thousands of years of other women's birth experiences? And how much are we mimicking other people's birth and menopause and womanly experience? Like, I really think there's so much mimicry going on there and so much of that belonging to somebody else. It's just thousands upon thousands and possibly lifetimes and lifetimes of women stuff that we're all buying into and and maybe even he, like trying to heal her. Who knows? It's just wow. Like it's yeah. There's a lot of stuff there, right? Like there's so, so much, much stuff around. Like you know, not willing to enjoy your body because of all yeah. the points of view, not willing to be present yeah. with all, and there's yeah. so much stuff there. So, um, yeah. to destroy and uncreate all of it, sure, let's try. <laughs> yeah, let's destroy and uncreate. So everywhere you've like bought into all of the stories, the birth stories, the pregnancy stories, and all the mimicry that we're doing of other people's birth conception. Child rearing, menopause, all of that. Can we just try and create it all? Yeah, let's do it. One, two, three. So, yeah, how much more fun could we have if we chose to to do pregnancy and do do conception our own way? Like, how much fun can you have conceiving? Like, hey, let's go out in the woods and. Yeah, like asking your body how it would. Yeah, right body for you. Would you like to ask your body? Would you like to conceive? Where would you like to well, conceive? That's would cool, you like to? That's, yeah, that's, that's the exact that's the exact question that I was asked. That my brother asked me. He said, "Patrina, does your body want to have another baby?" And I just was like, "Whoa, what do you mean? Because I want to have another baby. What the hell does my body have to do with this?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, I don't know. Nothing, right? No, no, nothing at all. I'm just going to sit in there for forty weeks. That's all. That's all. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh. Okay, hi, body. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk a little bit more about the topic of parenting and babies and more pregnancy and all about points of view around that and how we can actually choose more pleasure, more pleasure in our bodies around all of it. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What does optimal cell health mean? And how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. 
the PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and my guest today is Petrina Fava, and we're talking about bodies, babies, pregnancy, children, and how you can still have an enjoyable sex life, including pregnancy, babies, and future babies when they get bigger. So for all of you who are on the line and listening now and in the future, how much more fun would you like to have with your body, even if you are pregnant, about to have a baby, having a baby, uh, all that stuff where, you know, you go into, if you've gone into judgment like, oh, well, you know, I'll never be this, you know, my body can't have sex now, oh, my husband repulses me, like, what's true for you and like, what if something can change around that and how much fun are you willing to have? Yeah. So, and hi, Katrina, actually, Katrina. And you know yeah. what? Who does that belong to? Yeah, like, that, you, right? Those things are coming up, like, really, who to because like we were saying how many thousands and thousands and thousands of lifetimes has that been perpetuated and bought into right so I think like a, who does that belong to tools do people know about that do I need to like explain it or go for it explain the tools in case they're new okay so um, who does that belong to is a tool and access consciousness that you can use um, and it's based on this idea that 99% of our thoughts feelings and emotions actually don't belong to us um, so a lot of times when stuff comes up, is it really your point of view or is it something that you've bought from someone else, even if it, like, feels really real for you? So a lot of these thoughts, feelings, and emotions that come up around pregnancy, birthing, sex, um, if, like we were talking about before, if you really look at how much significance 
on all those things for thousands and thousands of lifetimes, who does this belong to could be a really life-changing tool when you realize that it's not even yours and maybe you actually like sex. <laughs> you might, right? <laughs> it might be fun. Yeah. Even when you're pregnant, it can be fun. Sure. So it was actually one of the times in my life where I was probably my most, like I felt my most sexual and I was really like, wow, man, I had a sex drive that I I could have really been like, yeah, what is that? And there's that bug that eats its mate alive. It's not a scorpion, but a whatever. I felt like that. It was like, I could praying just mantis? devour. Yeah. Praying mantis. I could just devour men. Uh, <laughs> yet I, I, you know, I was living like, and I put myself in this position where I had, no access to them and I also had the point of view that uh, you know I was pregnant with somebody else's baby so I wasn't going to do that and I wasn't going to choose that and the person that I was with wasn't choosing to have copulation with me and I I made myself so wrong and so like made myself to feel like so not sexy for so many things and then after that I just turned all my sex organs like even my breasts they became you know food sources so exactly. it was like well now they're not sexy anymore they're food sources exactly. yeah. yeah yeah and you know what's interesting is it comes back to this idea of like sex and children that those two things don't go together so <laughs> you know you know and it's like oh that's I had a friend that wouldn't breastfeed because she said it was just so weird that there was a baby sucking on her breast because she felt it was like just very, her, like her breasts were very sexual and she really mm-hmm. enjoyed sexual pleasure like when when men would suck on her breast or touch her breast and she just could not allow herself to receive Enjoy. any of that that yeah. energy from a baby because it it's like it, it feels the same and then you're like oh but that's that's so weird or that's so gross that's so wrong and it's this misidentification of what sexualness is and what sexual energy is and actually how healing and how 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 much of a contribution is that to our bodies, right? Massively. Yeah. Massively. It was actually yeah. what really started for me to um to allow me to to just kind of have more ease and so I nursed for years. And and my that's a long term nurser. I wasn't going to be getting sex, so I was going to be nursing. And right, I could. Exactly. And at first, it was like, and I had actually a lot of points of view about nursing prior to being pregnant. Like I would watch my friends. I'm like, and you would do that? Why? And then I started nursing. I'm like, and I would stop this. Why? <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, it was like, so it was actually kind of what kept my sanity and what actually nurtured my body so much. Uh, and and to this day, so my daughter is seven and a half now, and we'll cuddle, and she'll sometimes just like put her face on my chest, and that is like so, um, so sweet and so kind to my body. Um, bodies just love being my body loves being touched, and like, what if you don't have a point of view about who it is, and if they're willing to contribute to your body, even if it's your kid. And yeah, your kids have sexualness; they're little sexy little beings walking around. And I've met your son. He's like a yummy little, I just want to bite his bum kid, yeah. right? And totally. my daughter, I just sometimes chase her and want to bite her bum. She's like, er, so cute. Mm-hmm. So what if we could receive from them, like, their their sweetness, their nurturing, their kindness, and, like, not make it a dirty thing? It's just like, wow, you're so, you're such a beautiful being. And, like, I can receive from you. And, yeah, it nurtures my body. And, yeah, and it might even turn your body on. 
my body yeah. gets like turned on. Even like her friends will come and hug me. I'm like, oh, sweet. I love this. Like, and it's kind and it's not like I'm going to go, you know, do weird things to children. Though, yes. you know, I actually had a lot of weird points of view that I, 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 that there must be something weird about me because I enjoyed hugging children so yeah. much and the judgment of that. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and, and that's huge. Like that was also, um, yeah, like there's so many points of view about children not being sexual, and then so if you can receive any of if any of that sexual energy from children, then there's something wrong with you. So what if we misidentified and misapplied as sexualness, right? Um, what if what if getting t- that quote unquote getting turned on is receiving contribution from another body? Yeah. Right. And it's like you said, you don't have to. It, it's always about choice, and you, it's not that you don't have to go and choose to, you know, engage in sexual activity with children. This is not what we're saying. But can you receive that energy from e- anyone, even a child? And can it be a contribution to your body? Yeah. Cricket. <laughs> it is for me, and I'm like, I'm receiving yeah. it. Like it's, and it is, and like I get. Um, when you said that, I was kind of perceiving the energy of some of my daughter's friends who I get that they're, you know, in their family too. Like a lot of, I watch them. I can like watch the energy of what's going on with them. And what I do perceive is that like a lot of these kids are being told to shut that aspect of them off. Yes. Or, you know, they might have been caught touching themselves and then they get in trouble for it. Like there's so many things that, um, it's amazing to me people still get shut down for their sexualness uh, yeah, at a really, I really saw. young age. Yeah. Recent, so in, in like, Ontario, for people who don't live here, there's this new um, curriculum being passed in the schools um, introducing uh, sexual concepts at an earlier age. I don't really have a lot of, like, concrete information about it. But there's been a lot of uproar, like, in society around here about um, with some people really having a, a problem with, um, you know, things like masturbation being taught in schools and things like homosexuality being taught in schools. And so I was um, on the Internet somewhere and I saw something about a protest and there was some some women holding up a sign that said, keep, uh, sexual, keep sex out of the classroom. Sex is for adults. And I looked at that and I was like, wow, do people really still think that children are not sexual? Like, I don't know about you, Melissa, but I was, you know, pretty horny at a really young age. Like, Yeah, I, I was mean, four. I watch my kids and it's like, are you kidding? I know they're in their rooms touching themselves. Like, I'm not stupid. I can, you know, how much of our awareness is cutting off yeah. about our children and their sexualness. And them wrong yeah, for I, it. And I was... Sex. Absolutely, like, and I I was a nanny for a number of years, and the kids that I looked after, um, I remember the little boy was like two, and he, he just like constantly stroking himself. I was like, wow, would you like some privacy? Like, do you want to be mm-hmm. by yourself? He's like, no. I'm like, you want me to put on Barney? He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. Stroke yourself to Barney. Enjoy. Like, <laughs> it's just like really freaking cool. It turned him on, right? It was really happy for him, and his body was happy. Um, funny for a couple of years and even as a kid I knew that I like I was very aware that of you know other people's stuff too and I started to get that I was actually picking up on a lot of sexual thoughts of 
adults and enacting it through my body, right? So, and what if that's not a wrongness? What if we just, we do pick up sexualness and, um, you know, and if we're, you know, looking at it and going, wow, I'm a pervert. Well, what if just as a kid, you're like, oh, oh, I'm actually aware that I just turned, you know, so-and-so's body on down the street or, you know, and for a lot of my life, I thought that um, I attracted sexual predators and what I was actually aware of was the thoughts of, you know, people thinking sexual yeah. thoughts about me. And I l- really had no clue that anybody would think a sexual thought about me. I thought I was like repulsive. Why would they think that they just would want to hurt me? That it wasn't actually that at all. Mm, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So much wrongness. Oh my God. So much wrongness, right? In this reality. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Would we be willing to just allow our kids to be the sexual beings they truly be? And just like if they're enjoying their bodies in whatever way that shows up. Yeah. Can we just allow that? Like if they're rubbing themselves on the pillow or on, you know, a, a tree or. Yeah. But I, I think adults think that um, that puts kids at risk. So I think that's like a common thought is like if, you know, I, if I'm a MILF and I dress in a short skirt and I show off my cleavage, what am I telling my daughters? And, you know, if we allow them to be sexual, then some guy is going to take advantage of them. But actually, what if that's not true? And what if actually allowing them to to really be connected to their sexualness is actually a contribution and so that they know and they have greater awareness of what is nurturing from another person and what is not nurturing. Yeah. The awareness. And then you can walk away if it's not working for you. Whereas just kind of covering it up and making it wrong and saying, don't do that, don't touch it, don't do that. Then how can they really, you know, how much are they now cutting off their awareness of, you know, the guy who's looking at them, if he's, you know, going to grab them, drag them into their car, or if he's just kind of being like, oh, look at that kid, she's cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. So covering up the sexualness and making it wrong in an effort to protect kids, but is it actually protecting them or is it actually encouraging them to cut their awareness and putting them at even more risk now? Totally right? cutting off their awareness, right? So okay. I'm I'm like so done with kids having to cut off their awareness and I've seen yeah. it, I've seen it in schools when I've yeah. gone in randomly and I yeah. watch kids be shut off from their awareness even when it comes to what they know about how to... Uh, learn in school, and they're like, well, I, I need to run right now. And I would just be like, hey, go run. And there's mm-hmm. so many rules set in place to not even allow kids to explore what they know, um, what would work for them. There's actually an access consciousness school being started up that's online. It oh, be online okay. for anybody who's looking for something completely different for their kids. The access consciousness school, uh, Anne Maxwell is um, on the forefront of that, and um, it's going to have like uh, it's it's amazing system that they've created. So anybody who's interested, contact Ann Maxwell and ask her about alternatives for kids, so that mm-hmm. your kids can have more consciousness, more awareness, and you know not be necessarily stuck in the rules system that's going on. And yeah, uh, school where kids are allowed to be them, which includes their sexualness and you know includes their awareness. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. It's been it's been interesting um, for me having a, a daughter who's 11, and her body is just really changing a lot right now. And I'm so grateful for the tools of access because it's allowed me to kind of look at where I was made wrong for my body and get, like really looking at doing something different with my daughter. Um, she, it was funny. I was at my mom's house one day, and my daughter, who's you know getting a pretty nice set of breasts, 
um, like her mother, I might add. Um, nice. Is, yeah, is, you do. Yeah. You have a great rack. I know, rack. right? Yeah. <laughs> I've got to put that on my list on my bio next time. I have a great rack. Um, so, yeah, so, and she, you know, I can see she's uncomfortable and kind of like um, holding her shoulders in and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Why don't just stick out your boobs? And my mom just shot me this look like, did you just say that to your daughter? And I was like, yeah, she should stand up tall and put her shoulders back and stick out her. What is wrong with being confident and, like, being proud of your body? She's 11. Enjoying it. Like, thoroughly enjoying it. Walking into a room and knowing that people are turned on by your body and and how excited you are to be in your beautiful body. No matter what size and shape you are, like, what if you Everybody's body is so uniquely delicious like walking into a room with like so many bodies for me is like being a kid in a candy store i'm like whoa look at that oh that texture oh that shape i'm like "Mm," like it's like i want to test all of it it's so yummy it's awesome so Yeah. yeah and like would you be willing to be turned on by everything in that way like walking down the street and being turned on even by a tree and like what if even you know, parenting can be a really huge turn on. Like, what if you can really enjoy it and it can be pleasurable? And it actually, what if parenting can enhance your sex life instead of destroy it? Yeah. And everything that does not allow that. Let's just destroy and create all that. Yeah. Everyone can pet popcorn all night, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yeah. Because how much awareness do kids, and I think we were chatting about this the other night too, how much awareness yeah. do kids have of when parents are getting their sexy on and how much do they know and how much, you know, do they come and interrupt you conveniently just at that moment when you're about to have an orgasm because are they in tune with that sexual energy, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, what is that? Like, can I be part of that? Mm -hmm. So what if you just invite their energy in? Um, Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that because the one time I didn't invite my daughter's energy in, she completely was like, I need to see your face, mommy. What's going on? Are you okay? Okay, you sound funny. You sound like you're drowning. I'm like, it's okay. I'm not drowning. It's okay. (laughs) So she uh, she's such a gift. And so then, yeah, that's and I'm like, wow, to include everyone, including the cat, because the cat will otherwise interrupt. Yeah, because how much, like, as parents do we do sex from contraction when we have kids, right? Because it's like, we're in the bedroom, the door's closed, don't scream, okay, hurry up, let's go, come on, have your orgasm, but be quiet, be quiet. And then, right, and so then kids are like, wow, there's something going on, but, like, I feel like I need to interrupt because I want to be part of it, I want to be part of it, I want to be part of it, but we're keeping it so close. So, you know, what if you'd be willing to just lower your barriers and allow that energy to, like, pervade your whole entire neighborhood? And just, you know, allow everyone to kind of Receive. invite men. <laughs> Not physically, energetically. Invite them. Yeah, just flowing that energy out. And I've talked about that sometimes on, on my show. It's like the energy uh, of copulation and that I actually do, uh, like, you know, when I'm pulling, I pull energy during copulation. And then I also, like, I'm playing with the energy and flowing it out to everyone and everything. So if all of you guys are out there and you're randomly going, well, and you just get like a little spark in your body and you're kind of going oh, like, oh, I just, did I just have an orgasm? What was that? I just felt something. And and my name happens to like pop into your universe. I may have been contributing my orgasms to you, just so you know, <laughs> just like letting you know in advance. Okay, thanks. And you're welcome. All of you are welcome, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so, so we've got like three and a half minutes left, beautiful. 
Would you like to let people know what's going on in your world in the classes? Um, again, can you repeat the class, the teleclass that you're creating this week, right? It's starting. Yes. So the telecall is um, Ease with Fertility, Pregnancy, and Birth. Uh, and it is this Thursday at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Um, so that's Thursday, June 11th. Sorry, Thursday, yes. June, yeah, Thursday, June Thursday, 11th for anybody 11th. listening. Yeah. Uh, at 8:30 Eastern Standard Time, there is, it is on. There is a link to register and pay on my website, com. Uh, it's just a twenty dollar call. So if you have questions about um, getting pregnant with ease, um, if you have questions about miscarriage, even I have uh, a awareness around um, what was going on for me during my miscarriage and um, how you can really change that. And pregnancy and childbirth. I would love to. Um, yeah, I would love to have people on. Actions would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And do you have any bars classes coming up? I don't have a class scheduled, but I am planning to have regular bars classes soon. And my new Yay. space. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so Petrina has an office in Toronto. Well, for anybody who'd like private sessions from her, um, you can contact her on Purple Studio. Yeah. <laughs> and just go to PetrinaFava.com and contact her um, with any of her contact information on PetrinaFava.com. And uh, you may even find her randomly in different places in the world. So if you do check on PetrinaFava.com, you're going to find where she is located. If you'd like um, some, ex- you know, somebody who's got some experience um, and consciousness tools around pregnancy, birthing, miscarriages, parenting, um, Petrina is like super fun, light, funny, and like has a has a lot of knowledge too. So it's not just mm-hmm. going to be, um, you know, she can come at different angles for you if that's what's required. So I lots to of too, actually, yeah. that I I um I, I'm a pediatric nurse, so I work I've been working um in the hospital with children for 18 years, so um I do have a lot of experience with kids, um as well. Anybody ever had questions? Children, um, I have a ton of awareness information about that, too. Yeah, consciousness with your kids, whether it's parenting, whether it's for their health, their bodies. Yeah. Um, Petrina is an awesome source for that. So please contact her. And um, and I want to say thank you for coming on the show. And for all of you who are listening, uh, I'm not sure what the topic next week is going to be, but I'm sure it'll be fun. I have some ideas that I'm playing with. Uh, we do have a pretty fun topic in two weeks. We're going to be talking about the jade egg, which is a very cool um, thing that you use for pelvic floor muscle enhancement. It's something you stick in your, you know, foisoo. It's going to be fun, and we're going to talk about all that. <laughs> and so I'm really thankful for all of you guys for listening and grateful. Have a great night. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.